CBD Beyond the Basement again. Uh, I'm riding solo. Um, Dan is, I think he's just back from Miami, um, and Trev is off busy trying to trying to conquer the world. So it's just me today. Um, we've got a, an amazing guest on with uh, an amazing story to tell and some pretty cool technology. So I'm pretty excited for this one. So Anil, thanks Mill for joining. Thank you so much, Ben. Pleasure's mine. I know we've been chatting for a while in the background. Um, and that's why I was thinking that you'd be a, a, a great person to get on the podcast because I think it's important for um, our listeners to kind of hear about the other aspects of the world of esports and gaming. Um, we've been talking a lot about esports organizations, about certain game titles, but there's a whole ecosystem uh, and industry that, that, that surrounds esports and gaming. And what you are bringing to the table is one of those really exciting kind of new, new aspects um so Anil is the co-founder and CEO at Swift Skill. Um I've had some good fun playing around with Swift Skill and I, I'm a, a big fan. Um before we get into that though, Anil, you might just kind of give us a little bit of your background. Yep, sure. Thanks a ton for your kind words, Ben. So yeah, for all the listeners, uh, I'm Anil and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Swift Skill. So if I were to like put it in a very simple ways we are basically like google analytics for gamers we help gamers identify their mistakes work on those and you know track their progress on how far they have come and how hard they have to go so that's just what about what we do, do as a company as, as a whole uh coming so i come from india and with, with respect to my background as such uh so before swift skill so I have been a lifelong gamer. I'm not sure if many of the listeners are aware of this game called Project IGI, but that was my first game when I was really young. And that just, you know, got me into the world of gaming. And then I just started playing Counter-Strike and that got me into the world of esports. So that has been the transition of playing a lot of different games and then coming into the competitive titles, playing with friends. So before uh, starting Swift Square, before maybe moving to the UK in India, um, so I was working on this my first company called Externship Now, which was essentially your social media analytics uh, combined into your resume, which we, we what we usually do was we would determine your big five personality traits and show it to the recruiting managers uh, about your, your personality. And then they would decide whether they would, you know, whether the, whether the personality is fit for the job role or not. And while we were working on this, and since I was a very avid gamer, uh, and back in the time in 2018 and 17, there were a lot less number of esports teams, unlike now in India. Uh, the ecosystem was very, very early. Things were not really interesting. And that's when I just had a chat with my co current co-founder who was, you know, competing in tournaments as such. And that's when I got to know that, you know, there's a huge gap between this, uh, the backend analysts and the front-end players. I just prefer to call it in that way because it's just the players who are, you know, visible to the world and these analysts do a lot of heavy lifting as well. Similar to how websites work, you know, front end does the, uh, you know, guest greeting stuff, and back end does the heavy lifting, you know, everything as such. And and I just thought, you know, it's it's just a very new market, and I think I should just wait for a while to see because I have personally faced the issue because I was sometimes, you know, we would every one of us have faced this. Sometimes we would just be trolled our friend by our friends, you know, that you're bad at this or get this get good or whatnot. So once I was done with my first company and I decided, yeah, I'm just going to build this uh, tool. So that was just how it all started, basically, with respect to the background side of it. And because of this whole uh, analytics part, which played a huge role in Externship Now's internship portal, and I decided, yeah, 
there's there's a lot of data in the esports side of it, but then there's no proper way to use it, and there's no proper way to guide gamers because you know gamers have less number of less time uh, reading stuff, more time playing and enjoying it. So we just wanted to make it a lot more visual and not just giving them some XYZs and PQRs as such, and that's just how Swift Skill you know started more or less like a visual analytical platform where you could just come not just view your charts, but also a lot more uh, detailed analytics and see how you can improve. Yeah, so I I love your kind of journey there and what you went on. You obviously have a strong tech analytical background um, from the kind of social media uh, industry, and then you've just married that with your passion to identify that gap in the market. And I think you're completely right. And I suppose what a lot of our listeners mightn't be too familiar with is that there are individuals who uh, fulfill an analyst role working with a lot of the esports team and and their role is to support the players in you know individual performance uh tips on how to to improve um and there's a whole whole host of things that they do and i suppose then you know if you get into a good organization and a good team that has those supports well then you you know you're you you're you're probably going to play a, a whole lot better for your average gamer, and I think this is where your uh, your kind of mission statement comes into play. It's it's on a mission to make professional gaming accessible to every gamer, and this is this is key, right? Because I play a lot of video games. I'd like to think I'm good at the titles I play, but there's obviously that gap between me and a professional player, and. I, I've never gone into the kind of details about my performance playing, but what you're delivering feels like something that any gamer can kind of pick up and immediately improve on. Um, you're in operation around two years. Do you want to chat about the, the early days? Because I think there's an interesting kind of entrepreneur uh, startup conversation here. So just starting off, you know, what are the challenges being uh, around starting this company? Right. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. So just before, like, I just talk about this. I just wanted to like put forward an, an more or less like an analogy, which I have personally believe is very relevant for esports. It, it, it's what we call Steve Jobs analogy because it was, uh, you know, how he convinced basically John Scully to join, uh, you know, Apple as a CEO, which basically means basically Apple computers are like bicycles to humans. You know, it's just it just makes your brain work a lot more faster. It eases your things. And that's what I believe with esports. You know, there are fantastic analysts out there. There are really great people out there. And we see Swift Skill basically a bicycle for them. We just want uh, not just an in, uh, like, you know, individual gamer uh, access this because our platform currently, we have got more than 40 professional players using it. It's a very small number actually, but that's fine. We are, we are, we are still getting started. And then we have more than 100 analysts across different uh, geographies using it. And they just come up with a new, uh, you know, features as such so that's something i always call this serious analogy and i i don't believe uh, esports and gaming side of it has got this thing like i call i, I would i would say esports is basically like a bicycle for gaming side of it and then swift skill is basically like a bicycle for esports that how that's how i just think about it starting off like so yeah we started working on acts so me and my co-founder just the two of us started working on swift skills since march 2020 and the initial plan was, to be honest, was to make sure that you as a gamer could play against yourself. Now, just imagine how ambitious that was. Basically, the, the idea was to make sure that you could see how you have played and then you could just go into the game and play against yourself. Like that was way too ambitious for us. 
But then that's how I believe all entrepreneurs are. Like, you know, you have to be extremely ambitious and think maybe 10 times and 10, 10 years into the future. Maybe, maybe in the future, we might think about this feature as such. So the first challenge uh, that I particularly faced was since the esports ecosystem is quite closed, everyone knows everyone. It's, it's a very simple thing. So one of the things that I personally felt was being uh, not from the UK or the Europe, it was a little uh, difficult to find out contacts, you know, to find out people who were there. And then once I found it out, it was so warm and welcoming. And I just felt I was at home. I had never felt that. So there's this wonderful person, David. He basically does a lot of esports marketing and he's into uh, CSGO and everything as such. This was the first point of contact who got me into the esports world of UK and the Europe. And so that was the first challenge. And the second aspect of, I mean, starting off Swift skill was when we put it out to users. So when you when just send it out to users, we had immense response. But then we just, you know, we were not ready, actually, to be honest. Our servers crashed within 24 hours. And then as Ben, you know, uh, our, our servers keep crashing. So since from like nothing has changed in terms of servers crashing since the last two years as such, whenever there's a user search, it gets. So I would say the only challenge that I personally faced was not knowing the way around initially. But then once I got to know, I've met wonderful people who would just readily help me anytime, just, you know, get this whole thing up and running. And I really don't know what else to say about it, to be honest. Well, the, 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 the server issues, the way I view it is it's a phenomenal uh, testament to your sort of organic growth because um, it's sort of a, it's a nice complaint to have that you've got so much traffic that you hadn't anticipated. Um, but I know they're kind of things that, that um, look, it's trial and error, isn't it, for you guys? And you're, you're, you're figuring out the kind of best path around that. But yeah, it's the response that you've had since starting um, kind of does show that you're onto the right thing. But it also does show the demand for both professional gamers and casual gamers to be able to um, analyze their performance. I suppose the closest thing that I had to that would have been in Gran Turismo, where you have the ghost car doing the lap. So you know how far off the pace that you are, and you try and emulate the ghost car enough to try and beat it therefore improving your play and your understanding of the game and the mechanics um but for a lot of modern first person shooters it's trial and error and perseverance there was no you know data ecosystem that would help you make decisions better um and that, and that's what your service is providing so i know um you've launched with valorant as as your first title that you're providing analytics on can you talk a little bit more about the um the title roadmap oh yeah sure so so before Valorant, actually, we started out uh, with CS:GO, uh, which was the which which is which remains the game I love the most. Uh, I mean, one of the esports title that we love the most. Yeah, the the problem with the esports or the CS:GO side when we had was it it doesn't provide you with a lot of APIs as such. So it was a lot of raw processing, and then we couldn't afford a lot of you know these servers and a lot of things. so we just. Uh, so yeah, we started off with Valorant. Now the plan, um, which basically is in uh, we next will be launching into PUBG, the next title, and then the plan is to go into League of Legends because League of Legends is something which we have been working on for a quite a while, and then we believe that it's it's one of the most interesting games which gives you a lot of scope to play around because with all of those different combinations of summoners and you know champions and everything as such, it just makes things a lot more interesting. Uh, Rocket League is something which we really, really love. 
Uh, and I mean, with with Commonwealth Games, you know, probably trialing out all these uh, esports titles, it would it would it would be a good thing. But uh, but in the next six months, we our our primary plans are into PUBG and League of Legends as of now. And then towards the end of this year, we hope to get uh, CS:GO in a fully functional manner, the way we we would love to have it, and not just like bits and dead sort of it. Like, yeah. You'll have a team of about fifty people uh, developing for each title by the end of the year. Um, there's just so much, so much pure opportunity there. Um, I think it's quite clear, you know, the benefits of SwissSkill for gamers um, and esports organizations. And I, I think you have various different service packages available depending on on what level of analytics you're 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 looking for. Um, there's another thing that we've spoken about, and it's the benefit of something like this platform to brands. So I don't know how much you want to talk about this because I know it's still a work in progress, but it excited me quite a bit because to me, it feels like a brand new media channel, but one that offers a bit more uh, interactivity. So do you want to, are you able to talk a bit more about the kind of partnership opportunities? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, that's, that definitely is one of the interesting things. So basically the whole thing comes from this very, core idea that we are ourselves gamers and we definitely there are very advertisement awards you know there's a lot of thing that goes around with a lot of gamers and it's just uh, it doesn't make sense at least for me uh, or, or for us to just show something you know that as an ad what made sense for us was to make sure that these ads communicated with the gamers and the users our users so what we essentially are bring bridging is basically like Partnering with this brand, with a, with, a, with a few brands, to provide challenges and real li- real life benefits or value to the customers. So, in simple terms, like CS:GO has got its operations and Valorant got its battle pass, season pass, and stuff. So, we are just trying uh, to implement in a very simple way where a brand could create custom challenges for our users. Basically, they could set up, let us say, hundred uh, kills in the first twenty matches and you know, whoever completes that challenge would get 10% discount uh, coupon, right? So that basically means there's a value associated and there's a rewarding mechanism associated with each challenge. And that would basically mean since gamers love challenges and the value increasing and the, the challenge increases, that would basically means uh, you have a very targeted people who who actually have completed the game. So basically, we provide you with information such as provide the brands basically that on who exactly could be your target market. I mean, so when we had a chat with a few brands that we have been working with as a work in progress, of course, in beta, a lot of them you know, had this whole high level idea of they wanted to target 60 to 22 years old people, gamers as such, and they just wanted to sell their product. Now, what we essentially give them more is that we also give them out of this 60 to 22, what exactly is the age range which has responded to the challenges properly, which basically means that they have a lot more targeted information audience actually has been compared to what they have been thinking through this is some it's 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 a, it's a very little to be honest it's, it's a little offensive to say but uh, you know that's how it has been actually we just want to make sure that we help every partner who who partners with us get maximum value out of soft skill and it's just through different tiers of collaboration they could just go for a hourly challenges like which basically challenges of for 6 hours 3 hours 2 hours and stuff like that and they could go for weekly passes which basically means their challenge would be there for one week and they could just access everything. And then there's the third tier, which basically means they would be sponsoring or uh, the whole season. And that is like around two months each. So yeah, that's, that's just, that's, that, that's the work in progress currently. Yeah. It, it, it's very smart. And I think the, the opportunity here is, 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 is crazy because as you said, 
gamers love challenges. Every single gamer that plays whatever title it is, there's some level of battle pass, season pass, uh, in-game challenges that you spend your your day, your week, your month trying to achieve. That's just what gamers do. And brands are so used to offering coupons or discounts or samples through various other media channels and opportunities. What you're doing here is you're gamifying gamifying um, these these brand offerings. And I suppose the level of in-depth analytics and data that you can provide then that X amount of people wanted to try and achieve the discount for pizza brand, for example. Therefore, here's a here's a, a key target audience for you for whatever other related marketing campaigns. I think it's really smart because gamers invest a lot of time into their game and this is sort of a level of play to earn that there's no outlay from the gamer. They're still investing their time, but then they're 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 getting rewarded with real life benefits. Um, and there are probably not many platforms or media opportunities that offer that level of interactivity so it's really smart really excited to see that how that unfolds right so we're, we're kind of coming towards the end of our chat um you know what i'd love to kind of hear from you is your visions or your plans for swift, swift skill like what, what's the what's the the five-year roadmap yeah, so basically uh, the plan actually the vision is to be the sole uh, one-stop platform for all of any any gamer who wants to basically uh, make a career in gaming and not just be a professional gamer. I mean, I mean, in gaming and esports, we have got tons and like tons of opportunities there. There's a lot behind scenes, and uh, it, it's, it's it's a shame that we always or uh, basically the major talk is around the professional esports, you know, gamers. But there's a lot behind the scenes, and there's just a ton of it. So the plan is just to not just to give analytical support to individual gamers who want to make a career in gaming. But we also have plans to help the ones who want to get into streaming, which basically has got very less with your gaming performance and has got a lot more with your communication side of it. And I mean, there are different types of streamers and streaming is one of those professions, basically, in my understanding, which is extremely diverse and extremely accepting. It doesn't just, you know, throw out someone just because of something. You have to be good at it. But with Swift Skill, we want to make sure that there's a certain standard with, with the streamers, because we know that several streamers who are extremely good, uh, you know, they, they express their information as such. We just want to make sure with soft skill in about three to five years time, we want to be a platform where, you know, someone who's willing to be a streamer could just come up and say, hey, this is how it is. This is how my gaming analytics has been. This is how my stream has been. How can you guys help me with this? And we should be able to do that. And for that, we believe that statistical analysis and numbers, or so basically data, plays a key role. There's a huge gap between aspiring streamers, aspiring professional gamers and real-time streamers and real-time, you know, gamers, right? And we just want to make sure that we bridge that with just analytics in a step-by-step manner. Uh, I, I love that. It, it does, and it does feel supportive, um, all the conversations we've ever had and um, any of your, your marketing comms, it does kind of come across as that support first. And there are a lot of tools and s- services that, offer the same for those that are social media influencers um so i can see where you're going with that that the streamer side uh it's really exciting i'm looking forward to uh hopefully getting good at valorant it's not looking so good at the moment i just don't have the time um but yeah we'll, we'll see you over the next one so yeah look that's that's it um thanks Mel, for coming on the show uh, i really so enjoyed much. that and i think we'll have to get you on again in, in a year or so's time to see the developments of swiss skill Yep, that would be awesome. Thank you so much, man. Brilliant. Cool. Thank you.